Welcome back to Murder Gymnastics, a wrestling podcast. I am Call, otherwise known as Mr. Me. And guess what? You'll never believe it. Yeah, you're not going to believe it. Who's here? Yeah, that's right. My buddy Paul's here. He's right there. Hello. Hello. What is up, my friend? Well, you know, just packing a lot of wrestling into a short amount of time. Holy. <laughs> watching wrestling like there's some kind of test or something. It's Right? I feel like, yeah, that we're going to get graded on it and... Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to pass or fail because there's so much to take in. Oh, my God. We're trying to get That's our okay. master's I'm, degree. Yes, I'm I'm here for it. That's okay. I, it's it's homework I'm more than willing to do. So Me too. I got my Happy whiskey. to do it. I got my whiskey. Looks like you got your rum. I do. I do. Beautiful. Sad news to open. I guess we got an RIP couple folks. Uh, Adrian Street passed away this week, which was sad. Um, I didn't know mm. that he was sick, So, but he was. That is sad. He was 82, so good run for Adrian Street. I only saw him in that time yeah. we were watching Mid South. So, but cool character though, some some really cool stuff. Yeah, well, and groundbreaking for oh yeah, groundbreaking for the time. Like you just, especially in certain territories, you didn't see no. what he was doing, and no. you can only imagine the kind of homophobic heat that like was bringing at down the time, south. So. And then, oh my god, I can't even imagine. So, yeah, yeah, groundbreaking stuff. He was definitely, you know, he he was inspired by Gorgeous George. He inspired Adrian Adonis and Goldust and everybody else we've seen that have pushed boundaries and been their own characters and yeah. and tried something that was very risky. Yeah. But, you know, lots of wrestlers can pay tribute to that guy. It's sad news, but uh, quite the life he lived. So enough sad news. We'll get into some wrestling. So SummerSlam weekend is coming up. It's always one of my favorites. Uh, are you going to be able to watch it this year? I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a long weekend here in Alberta. Oh, so yeah. it's it's always, you know, the last weekend of like theoretically nice weather. So it's the big push right. to do all the fun things you can do in three days. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try. It's Saturday night, so it's looking like it's gonna be a pretty good card. You know, you got you if you don't see it, you're gonna miss the tribal warfare, Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Whatever tribal warfare means, none of us knows, but we'll find out on Saturday. So <laughs> who knows who will show up? Maybe The Rock will show up. No, he's not going to show up, but you never know. He is part of the family. Maybe he'll come on on video, like on his phone. He'll be like, see, The Rock is here. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, SummerSlam. Skype him in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Should be a good time. Um, they just announced the Super Show for here in Montreal. So we got ourselves some tickets. WWE coming up in uh, like two and a half weeks. So all these uh, wow, nice. match, all these SummerSlam matches, whatever happens from them, we'll get to see some of the ramifications at a live house show here in Montreal. So I'm super stoked because it's it's Raw and SmackDown combined, combined roster, and it's a house show. So you know there won't be any titles changing hands, but house shows are actually cool because there's no restrictions for how long shit goes for. Matches can be like 25 minutes, half an hour. They can do whatever they want because there's no cameras. Uh, house shows are actually like in some ways better you just you're not going to see anything canon happen but from the match standpoint you actually get to see better shit they get to experiment and try crazy stuff goof around mm -hmm. with the fans swear they can do whatever they want so it's i'm really and this is margo's first yeah. big wrestling show she's never been she's only been to indie shows so she's uh she was nervous but uh, i got nice. I, I got her a ticket and i'm gonna drag her down there make sure she uh <laughs> make sure we go to this thing though <laughs> you're gonna go and you're gonna like it that's right <laughs> no no yeah, they're coming to calgary in a couple of weeks and after after the fun time we had at eew more on that later yeah. uh we're 
while we were in our gap, like between matches, my wife's like, WWE's coming in a little bit. Do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, yes, yes, I do. That's where you just say, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That would be awesome if you guys could go because it's about the same time as ours and we can compare notes on the pod about our live WWE experience. I think yours, if there's a show in Calgary, I think it's actually like a Raw or a SmackDown or something. So. I think it's a SmackDown. It's a Friday. So beautiful TV show. I can watch how it on that television. Just, how would that be? Just fall back backwards into two live shows because <laughs> AEW was just a house show. Yeah. But then they launched Collision and oh our yeah, show, our house show was on a Saturday, and so it suddenly was Collision. I'm like, I'm okay with this. Fantastic. I told you that Collision's coming here, right? Oh, nice. Yeah, no. December we're getting. They're doing uh, two shows. So the Friday night, which is, I think, Dynamite, they record on Fridays. And so Dynamite Friday and then Collision on Saturday. So tickets are not on sale yet, but I'm, I'm, Margo's not interested. So I'm actually going to go solo. I'm just going to, you know, get my, my wrestling gear on and I'm going to head down there, <laughs> climb the rail and get in the ring. They're not going to see it coming. So, but yeah, it's Collision's coming. I'm going to go that for sure. My first AEW show. That's very nice. Exciting. Yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll find a cheap flight and uh, we'll tag team that. I'll buy two tickets then <laughs> and I'll scalp one at the door. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, the thing I'm most excited about, actually, because I told you Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, the two MMA girls, the four horsewomen of the apocalypse, they had a big split and they have a big match and it's actually MMA rules. I don't know what that means. seems like every time there's like a hmm. stipulation like that, it's just, it's just a no DQ match, but they put a fancy... You know, package on it, but I'm I'm wondering if they'll actually do like yeah. a cage, like an octagon, and I'm not sure what they're gonna. I don't know how an MMA rules match will work. So, but I'm I'm that's the one I'm most kind of like what in. they used to do with Shamrock, right? Maybe it could definitely be that, yeah. So, yeah, because Shamrock, I think they did a couple matches kind of like that where they had the octagon just to do something different, and I think they only did like a handful. It wasn't like a super regular Ooh. thing, but yeah, maybe they're bringing. Do you that remember back. that one they did? That fucked up one with him and Owen in the dungeon, in the stew dungeon. Did you ever see oh, that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man, I, never that's... Saw, I saw highlights. I never that saw is... the match. I think it's on YouTube. That is crazy. Because like it's just in their house. It's in the dungeon with like the announcers are doing the play by play from back at the stadium and. It's crazy, like slamming each other into walls. And like, it's, <laughs> you can see they're just like, yeah, we're going to hurt each other today. <laughs> it's going to look real good. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's that's going to happen. Match. Yeah, that's a nudge match. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we got Cody Rhodes, of course, fighting, uh, fighting Brock Lesnar. More hard times for Cody. <laughs> he even said that he said the words hard times on Raw or SmackDown, whichever Ooh. one. So this is definitely the storyline. He's he's gonna suffer and suffer and suffer, and then at the end of that road, <laughs> he better win the title. So if he if he goes through all this hard times and doesn't <laughs> win the title, that'll be quite the uh, disappointing road for him. Road for him. We'll do that. So his um, his, his his story will be called the hardest of time. The hardest the hardest no of time with a period title at the end. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> did you finish the story? No, no, we did not. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. And uh, and then for our buddy LA Knight, um, I'm still staying positive here. <laughs> the internet is quite negative about the way he's being treated, but I think everyone's exaggerating and they're like panicking. This is pro wrestling; just let it happen. So he's he's on after the bell tomorrow, with Corey Gray. So big interview right before SummerSlam. That's good. He got added to the card, not in a not in a spectacular way. They're doing like a battle royal, 
he'll be in the battle royal and I'm betting he wins the battle royal. We'll see what happens. But as long as he goes to SummerSlam and wins, even if it's just a stupid battle royal, I don't care. If he wins a battle royal at SummerSlam, the pop will be huge and then he can carry that into whatever they want to do. Now, if he loses the battle royal, like like he's thrown out like number two, then I have no idea what's going on and it I don't know what Vince is doing. So or probably not even Vince since he's he's a little busy. So you know <laughs> with his uh back, back surgery and uh subpoenas yeah. and stuff right so yeah he's he's got some stuff going on yeah i yeah i think in a couple months we're going to be having another one of those podcast chats about what has happened to vince mcmahon but we'll just leave that for now because we don't know exactly what's <laughs> yeah. going to go down but I, I think he's in yeah. a lot of trouble so yeah yeah he's in some doo-doo so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's wwe yeah, we can jump over to AEW because we got lots to talk about there. We might as well open with your collision show because that's the longest from now. It was three weeks ago. So yeah, man, yeah. that show. So I I watched it um on 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 TV and awesome. Like I wasn't there, but even at home, that was a great show. I fucking loved everything about it. Collision is it is the coolest show on TV. It is such a cool wrestling program. It has like a Saturday fun feel to it. It's kind of like got a retro kind of feel to it. It's not for everyone, I don't think, but for fans like us, oh man, it just like it hits, it pushes all the right buttons, like all of them. Yeah, like I I cannot rave enough about attending this show. Like like I said, when we bought our tickets, it's just like oh AEW is coming to town. That's fun. It's just going to be a house show. It's going to start at like eight o'clock at night. And then suddenly the time kept getting bumped up and up and up. (laughs) And it's like, oh, no, it's because you've got a two hour collision show plus a battle of the belts all live. So you got three hours of live TV and they're going to do some some Ring of Honor taping beforehand and some Ring of Honor recording after everything. I'm not kidding. (laughs) We were there for four and a half hours and we left before the Ring of Honor (laughs) taping was done because my butt couldn't take anymore. I'm like. I'm sorry, I I got to tap out, but that's so, value for your ticket. Like man. four and a half hours of wrestling. <laughs> this tracks with everything I've heard about Tony Khan and his AEW shows. They're just like, we're going to give you all the wrestling and more. And it's never going to stop. And you never get to go home. <laughs> You're going to be so tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the only, money, the money's only worth The sad thing was, yeah. The only sad thing is I saw a post afterwards that Thunder Rosa was there. I was like, what? Because she wasn't in anything that I saw. So I don't know uh, how she was involved in the event, if she mm. was just doing like some PR thing. But she might yeah, have just no, been involved in like, life. Yeah, behind the scenes or whatever. She could have been working Gorilla or who knows. Yeah, hard to say. But yeah, like I cannot speak to how fun this show was. Like to get to the show itself, like the crowd was into it. Oh, yeah. And just. Just for listeners like that aren't I from said, Canada, like, Canadian crowds are fucking insane. Those crowds you see on TV from Great Britain, that's Canadian crowds. They are just Canadian fans are a little. We're, it gets cold here, and you know we're we're starved for entertainment. And uh, and, and <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. We're just insane. We're just crazy people, and we we yeah. go all in on shit. So yeah, but yeah, no, the crowd was super fun, into everything, and I can't say enough good things about Dasha, who's the who's their in-ring announcer because Uh, when there's commercials she's engaging the audience to keep that energy high and then of course they do the countdown like we're live in five seconds guys or whatever so yeah if you can go if if you can go see an aew show do it because it is 
thoroughly entertaining and they know how to keep you engaged. Like the fact that I left before the wrestling is <laughs> done, it's insane to me. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. I've been to like concert festivals that just eventually you're just like, I got to tap out. This has been great, but 12 bands. I don't care that there's two more. I have to go home now. So it's yeah. at least you get your money's worth with a long show like that. So and talk about a fucking banger to open that show. Like, holy shit. So that's my match of the month, probably, if we're doing like any sort of competition, because FTR, I, I don't care about their promos. I don't think their promos are that interesting because who gives a shit? No. FTR are like yeah. the best in-ring tag team in the business right now. They are just mm-hmm. the best. Uh, But Bull Club, like Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jay White, he's one of my favorite wrestlers now. <laughs> I don't get to see him very much. I am in love. This guy's fantastic. And I got no issues with Juice Robinson either. So holy shit. Live, that must have yeah. been amazing. Oh, man, the pops from the crowd. And every time there's a Ric Flair chop, you hear the woo. <laughs> yeah, of course. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was insane. Like, I was glad that they were showing, like, on the on the big screen up top, like what in Canada in our hockey rinks they call the Jumbotron. They had what people were seeing live. Because there were things that like you blink and you miss it, and I'm like, what the what did I just see? And like, there's that spot where they did the double the double suplex and just amazing oh, yeah. spots. That so phenomenal. many false best, finishes. Best match I've seen live. Oh man, it was so exciting. Uh, there were so many ways because also two out of three falls. So I loved how they actually managed the falls because I really didn't know when they were coming. Like it was very unpredictable. It could have been too mm-hmm. straight for somebody. Like it was really like they did a good job of just masquerading how it was going to go. I don't, but I, by the end, I was like, maybe they are going to lose the belts. Like it was, I was really not sure. Yep. FTR, amazing. Bullet Club, amazing. And something that didn't make it onto TV because I watched it afterwards. But on one of the commercial breaks, Jay White grabbed the mic and was trash talking <laughs> during the commercial break. I'm like, oh, you're some badass. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, great match. The other one that stood out for me, uh, the, you know, you, you might have some other stuff too, but for me, the other match obviously was the the finale of the Owen Hart tournament. Having CM Punk uh, come oh, out oh, yeah. and absolute Ricky Starks. Like, you know how I feel about Punk. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I love Ricky Starks. So that match was an easy one for me mm-hmm. to get behind. And it actually was a, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. The pacing of it was good. I think Ricky Starks, like, I'm glad he won because by far, like bet the better wrestler at this point in their careers. He really mm. looks good. He's the future. There's not much he yeah. doesn't do well. His promos are ridiculous. His entrance, the way he comes down, it's also believable what he does. I just I I'm eating it up. I love everything he's doing. His cocky swagger he's got. It, it it's at times I can't tell whether he's a heel or a babyface because he acts like a heel, but everyone's loving it so much that it gets it gets confusing. So, because the people aren't annoyed mm. by him, I know they're supposed to boo, but they don't seem to want to. Yeah, yeah, he got a he got a massive pop when he came out, and actually, it was pretty fifty fifty between Punk and Ricky Starks. So, yeah, 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 you had the old school Punk fans, which I haven't seen enough of them to yay or nay them, but I've been a fan of Ricky Starks for years, so I'm on oh, that yeah. bandwagon easily. And yeah, that was a super fun match. It's hard to believe he's that same little guy we were watching on nwa like yeah like we we liked him then but it was like he seemed so raw then like he seemed so 
new. Like I, I don't know where he was before that, so I, I don't want to call him new when he wasn't new. But he just, he just, it was like, oh look, look at little Ricky Starks out. And now it's like I don't think of yeah. him as being little at all. It has nothing to do with his size. No. Uh, I will give AEW a lot of credit for that. Is like uh, Adam Cole's not a big guy either. They're little wrestlers. It doesn't matter at all what size they are. They write the matches so that everyone is as big as they need to be as strong as they need to be, you know? So I actually really like yep. that. Um, it's different from company to company. WWE It's very size is very important. And so I like that too, giants and little guys. And, it's, but I like the AEW. It's kind of just a balanced. Once you get in there, everyone's kind of on the same level, no matter what your, your body type is. Cause guys like, like Matthews from the, from the house of black, he's built like a freaking like yeah. stone statue, like a He-Man toy. Yeah. But when he's in there, it's not just he's stronger than everyone by a mile. He's just, he's in incredible he, shape. Yeah, no, I agree. I 100% agree. Well, and that speaks to like a Jay White too, which totally that kind of mentality comes from like the New Japan Strong, which that's their mentality too, is it doesn't matter your size. It's your ability in the ring yeah. and you're selling because he was their champion for a while. And yeah, exactly. It's like, you look at him and you think, well, he's a little scrawny. No, right. you believe he would, take your take your neck off and exactly beat, right so yeah yeah that was awesome uh was any any other matches that night that uh that grabbed you or anything else that happened that uh that you like to talk about for me i would say the entrance aside from like ricky starks and 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 the ftr match was the kings of the black throne just uh, yeah. i mean i'm a metal fan so yeah. them entering the arena and just everything goes dark and then just the imagery hits the screen and just the heavy like Games of the Black. I'm like, <laughs> I could just die right now. Oh, I'm yeah. just, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm an instant mark. Just oh, okay, yeah. just hook it to my veins. So yeah, huge when he, impression. When he Alistair Black was what he was named when he was in WWE, and when he debuted on NXT, it was that it was this heavy metal music came on, and this cr- fucking guy walked out with his tattoos, and I was, you can imagine, instantly, I'm like, okay, new favorite wrestler. His name is Alistair Black. I love this man. Like, it was just like, I was blown <laughs> away. When he he went to main roster, it just, I could see that the WWE Universe didn't get it. They didn't understand this guy at all. And uh, they didn't really give it a chance to develop. And it was during, uh, it might have been around the pandemic too, when they were doing a lot of cuts. And so he he just got axed. I was like, oh no, but yeah it's fine because he found his home and now like that faction is so badass <laughs> he's his fucking eye burned out mm. and shit like it's just cool everything about it is cool yeah. i love it yeah awesome yeah and then on the complete opposite end of that we had a blast with willow nightingale oh, i yeah. haven't seen a lot of her but holy crap is she fun like her match and she won the the women's portion of the owen hart tournament that's right that that's was right. Super fun, and she's just so charismatic, and you can tell she's just having. If she's not having a blast, she's faking it pretty good because right? we were all just bopping in our seat, and we were along for the ride. We were just we were in her world for those ten minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, I like her too. I think she's great. She's yeah. she's good in the ring, but she's just also very entertaining. Yeah. So was, yeah, all in all, phenomenal, fantastic. So yeah, that was a great card. I'm glad you got to go to that. Um, the last couple weeks have been super strong for that show too. I don't know if they can put on a bad show now. So this last week had that awesome ladder match on uh, uh, Andrada mm-hmm. and uh, it was Buddy Matthews from House of Black. Like that ladder yep. match had everything that you want out of a match. It was long. It had big, painful looking spots. It, it was fantastic. I enjoyed that match. One one small complaint is the handcuff spot didn't work for me at all. They handcuffed mm-hmm. him. 
So I thought, oh shit. And then instantly yeah. the manager or whoever the, the second that was that oops drops the key and he catches it and just unlocks himself. And I was so and then really, locks, yeah, and then Matthews, so there really yeah. was no point to it. Like I thought they could have extended that even by a couple minutes, have him locked for 60 seconds and and like struggling, they could have been beaten up with a chair. I don't know what they I, I found that spot just kind of was pointless, but did yeah. not ruin the match at all. It was still an awesome match. But no, I'm I'm glad you mentioned the key spot because I was confused with what happened. Like I had to wait right for the announcers to explain to me what happened because Julia Black. It's like, oh, yeah, she's locking him up. I'm like, okay, well, how's this going to work? And then within like a split second, he's out and Buddy yeah. Matthews is locked she up. Got, I'm like, she got bumped what? and he, and she's, oops, like the keys flew through the air and he caught it. And I'm like, it was, it was, it was weak. I didn't yeah. like it, but it was just one part yeah. of it. A great match anyway, though. I yeah. thought that match was awesome. Amazing spots. Oh, yeah. yeah. The main event with uh, FTR against Adam Cole and MJF. Fantastic. That mm-hmm. was so th- I've, I'm amazed how much I like this MJF Adam Cole storyline, like everybody else. It's an easy <laughs> storyline to get in, to, to enjoy. It seems very much like they're just doing it as like for the fans right now. It's all fan service, which is great, except in wrestling when they do that, that's because they're going to stab you in the face with a hot red poker mm-hmm. at some point because it's going <laughs> to blow up in the fans face and everyone's going to be crushed when MJF just destroys Adam Cole after a match or something. <laughs> you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to betray him. Yep. It's going to be a beautiful thing. But right now they're so damn like they're smiling and they're dancing. It's absurd how much fun they look like best buds out there. And you know, they're not, but I I'm having a blast with, it. I think it's really good. No, super fun. I mean, I'm on the FTR train, so I'm glad they won. But yeah, yeah, super fun. And yeah, exactly. You expect it to go south at some point. I would say for me, the only downside of that match, again, was the ending. Like after I liked the way it ended and I liked the way that like MJF sacrificed himself, quote unquote, to save Adam Cole. But I didn't understand. And maybe it's just because I'm late to the party. I didn't understand MJF being so distraught and the finish how wasn't that was handled. No, the finish wasn't smooth. I didn't like it either. So no, it's there was something that didn't get portrayed to the studio, like to the TV audience, because I I was like I'm missing something story wise here. It's not connecting. So yeah. and I also I love everything about everything that they're doing except i hate the stupid finish move the double clothesline is so dumb it drives me crazy so <laughs> i hate it how does them holding hands make that a, de- a devastating clothesline i hate that and i know maybe it's that's the power funny. of friendship i guess it's that's the what power it is of friendship i hate it <laughs> I, I wish they did the arms one on top of each other so like a short clothesline they each grab an arm short clothes and then like double like arm above each other like that would look like high impact the whole the, it yeah. just looks i think it looks so dumb but maybe that's part of the part of the fun so <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it's super fun and the end is just may, uh, nitpicking maybe just lost on me because i've only been watching for a couple weeks i haven't been yeah. along for the ride but just a little a little messy but, but whatever i mean that's just little tiny nitpicks didn't ruin sure. anything else i'm gonna talk just quick about the i didn't enjoy cm punk's promo about the belt People seem to be fine with it, so it. I don't know if it's just bugging me for some reason. Um, I like the storyline. So before I complain about one part of it, I like when a champion has his title stripped and is bitter about it, and so he comes back with his own version of it, and then you have two belts. I love that story. So that part of it, I think that's great. I love it, and at some point, there'll be a ladder match with two belts hanging above it, and whoever can get up there is the real champion or whatever they want to do. I don't care. I love it. 
how come no one is mad that he's just calling himself champion? Like, I don't understand everyone else's reaction to it. The announcer had no problems with it. The ring announcers thought, yeah, there's a title match next week. Great. MGF comes out later with his title, has no problem with it. I don't understand. Somebody should be like MGF should have stormed out. Hell no. I'm the champion. And the announcer should be, you can't make a title match. You can't. No, this, this is not a real title. Like they just acted like he could just go, I'm the champion. Everyone was like, cool, cool. I don't understand. I was baffled by it. It would be like if Matt Cardona did that, just came out and started calling himself the champ to NWA because he had to give up his title, which he could do. And they could all go, no, right. Billy could go, no, you're not. Yeah, I think they worked that well where he was bringing up the point of like, I'm still the champ, didn't have the belt, but he's like, I'm the champ. Nobody pinned my shoulders. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's true. They didn't totally. come out with the belt. So and I, I kind of felt like it was a little NWO, him spray oh. painting his ex on the belt. I'm like, big time. Okay, but, I mean, borrow from the past. But... And like homage, like I'm actually okay with that because it is it's clearly yeah. an homage to NWO, right? He's putting his ex on there. That's I'm I'm okay with that. I just could not understand why no mm-hmm. one was why story wise they weren't reacting to you can't because then he just says I'm, I'll give you a title shot and they're like all right next week on collision we have a t-. I'm like wait what that's how is that official so anyway I don't get it but I've listened to other podcasts and no one seems to have a problem with this so I should stop complaining maybe it's in the vein of like the million dollar belt where Ted DiBiase couldn't get a belt so he just made his own and they just maybe. kind of. I mean, that was so long ago, I don't remember how it worked in the world, but I mean, that was really before long-term like storytelling and wrestling. So I'm sure they're just like, oh, he's got a belt, and it just became one of their belts. Okay. And yeah, it just became part of the regime. So <laughs> maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, maybe yeah. on Dynamite, they explained it, yeah. and, and I didn't see it. So, And I can also let it go, because I know yeah, at some point, we'll get CM Punk versus MGF. They'll both come out with titles, which would be fun. I, I, I love the gimmick, so basically... Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Meanie will me let it go. I will let it go. Shut up, Mr. Meanie. Um, yeah, so Collision has been killing it. I've been enjoying it. Uh, do you got any other AEW news, or should we move on to the NWA? No, I, the only extra thing was I thought Battle of the Belts was pretty fun. I mean, oh, yeah. there was no real, there was no title changes, but it was fun to see the champs in action. Like totally. seeing Tony Storm versus, I mean, our girl, Taya Valkyrie, seeing yeah. her alive was phenomenal. Totally. She had a hell of an entrance. Yeah, getting to experience uh, Orange Cassidy was fun because I haven't really seen yeah. much of him, but he just has kind of a fun vibe to him. So that was a fun match. And then, yeah, it, it Luchasaurus, we were so fascinated with seeing him live. <laughs> Melanie was trying to get all kinds of pictures of him like, is that a dinosaur mask? And just <laughs> yep. trying to get the right, like, that guy is intimidating as yep. <laughs> and having, because you know how much I love Christian, having Christian yeah. as his, whatever you want to call it, because it, it's like they're both the champ, <laughs> even though Luchasaurus yep. is the champ, they're both the champ. Like, this is actually one of my favorite gimmicks going yeah. on in wrestling right now, is Christian, he's always got the belt on his shoulder, he talks, he <laughs> says, like, I will, def-, he says, I, not we, and yeah. but then he'll make sure that he makes Luchasaurus do all the hard work. And I, I love this gimmick <laughs> Christian with his turtlenecks, like who wears sleeveless turtlenecks? Yeah. Like that is the most fucking arrogant yeah. thing. I just, yeah, I fucking love it. Luchasaurus wrestles in them. Yeah. Luchasaurus is the most badass looking wrestler. I think I've ever seen. He's not the best wrestler in the ring. No offense no. to Luchasaurus, but who cares? Yeah. Just he's the most badass looking wrestler. I think I've ever seen. 
So yeah. he walks out and it's like, holy shit, look at that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Christian was on point interacting with the fans too, because he's yeah. like going because he's a Toronto guy, right? And of course. Nobody out west really well, really, nobody outside of Toronto likes Toronto. So <laughs> he's, you know, your shitty flames, everybody wants it. So he's <laughs> he knows how to work. A, uh, he knows how to heel work a crowd for. Oh sure, yeah. So. Oh yeah. He's he's spent yeah, years on the great. Canadian Indies, uh, mastering <laughs> the art of pissing off every different Canadian city, in some way or another. So. Yeah. Yep. So I think yeah, that's about the last of the AEW for me. But yeah, super fun and glad that we're finally on the collision course. Nice. Yeah, we can jump over to for once. Mister Mini is enthusiastically ready to start talking about the NWA. Because <laughs> I see light at the end of the tunnel, sir. I see progress here. That last episode of Power was the best they've had in like a year, I think. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I had zero complaints. Not a one. Not wow. a complaint. And I, I, all I have written down is good stuff. Two weeks in a row, Kenzie Page, my, my favorite NWA wrestler, the women's television champion, is killing it. Yeah, She's she is. killing it. She's entertaining when she enters she never shuts the fuck up when she's in the ring she sells she takes wicked bumps she's good in the ring i like everything she's doing i think she's fantastic she maybe could like refine some of her actual technical wrestling but that's everybody it doesn't hurt to to get better at suplexes and all that stuff but everything she's doing is just so damn entertaining right now i'm i'm all in on kenzie page i love her i think she's great so yeah power has been so good the last couple weeks i'm shocked Absolutely shocked. I'm I'm shocked you feel that way actually because I've got <laughs> negative notes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. How am I the How am I the negative Nelly? <laughs> my first My first just... note is the return of Matt Cardona. So that's the most important thing to mention. Was I think it was two weeks ago. They yes. said return. It was a It was a vignette, a digital promo. So yeah. it, it, he's not back yet. But just great to see his face. Great to hear him talking about coming back. I can't wait to see him wrestle again. Mm. He's got to get the belt back because I. I think his story was not done. It sucks that his pay-per-view was where he had to give up his belt. And like yeah. that was that had to be just terrible. So I, I'm looking forward to whatever they do with him. I want him to be he should be like a baby face that then betrays us all. Cause I want him as a heel, but I don't mind if he plays both sides, whatever he wants to do. I'm just glad that Macardona is coming back to the NWA. Yep, me too. I've been a mark of his since he entered the NWA. I hadn't really heard of him, but just I mean you share pictures of him with other indie outfits yeah. where he's just got, you know, he's got a fun shtick of just being an asshole and he's oh, good yeah. at it. But the fact that he's actually a nice guy outside of the wrestling world. Totally. But I agree. It's kind of incomplete story and not anybody's fault other than he got hurt. It's funny because when he first came into the NWA, he was like, I'm going to save the NWA and everybody was pissed off. And now I'm like, He's going to come and save the NWA. <laughs> he's he's literally going to, the prophecy is going to come true. <laughs> and this time I'm on board with it. But yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you about Kenzie Page. She's one of my favorites and she's killing it. Like she's found her groove. She's found oh, her yeah. look. She's got that kind of punk rock attitude, yeah. punk rock look. She her does gear, what she, needs. she didn't used to have gear and now her gear is on point. Like little yeah. professional things like that. I'm like, she's and like getting out of the tag team thing was good. Getting her on her own. Mm-hmm these little things so yeah and she just she does what she needs to survive and yep. a lot of times it pisses off her opponent yeah but that's what it's supposed to do i know i know 
So, so yeah, no, it's awesome. I would say for me, really, the only negative notes is that I'm feeling like, okay, they've got one less show because they haven't brought USA back, which, which is fine. Which I'm, because, which I'm completely okay with right now. Right. Completely but okay I with just that. But I'm just kind of thinking that would make power better but it seems like some of the matches in power are just kind of random matches i would have expected to see on usa and there doesn't seem like there's any story building well i think what they're doing they're trying to like three like what old the mid-south used to have like sort of like exhibition matches right this is a very old school way of doing wrestling we have these exhibitions to try to start rivalries i think they're trying to see what people are interested in see who's over i think they're testing a lot of stuff because they're only three weeks into this new the new season, right? That's true. So I, I feel like they're testing a bunch of stuff because there are, there are stories for the pay-per-view. I'm seeing them build like the miserably faithful have a wonderful story going right now with, with gags, the gimp being sort of this outsider and they're sending all their own people to, to abuse him. But it's like a, a story of abuse, which I'm, I'm loving how they're doing it. I really think it's yeah. like that Judas, that I quit match. They, they called it a submission match. They submission. shouldn't have called it. Yeah. They meant, I think they meant to call it an I quit match because he kept telling him, yeah. you know, don't get up. Do you quit? And I think they just named it wrong because that clearly wasn't a submission match. So, well, yeah, but I, I like that story. So there are a few stories, but I know what you're saying. There are, there's definitely a feel of exhibition happening at times. But I think I think that's to me, it feels like it's on purpose, like they're doing that on purpose. Maybe. And I mean, I'm willing to see where it goes. I just thought like usually by this time they've kind of been more in the middle of some of these storylines like and maybe who knows what's going on behind the scenes but this whole ec3 is going up against tyrus it's odd to me that you haven't even heard from tyrus that ec3 is coming for him i know it it seems like little gaps yeah it seems like tyrus is it it gets done like i think that this is a transition where they're going to put the belt on EC3 and I think move away from Tyrus. I don't think his body can do this anymore, but he's yeah, had a great run and he's been champion. So that's fantastic. But yeah, I think that's what they're doing here is they got to get to 75, have a great banger of a pay-per-view. And then coming out of that is probably when we'll see Macardona show up after 75. I don't think it'll be before. And that's when we'll see some of these new stories with an, an actual fighting champion. Because let's face it, Tyrus is not a fighting champion, right? He's no. he's defended it twice, I think. So um, I yeah. think EC3, I may not be a fan, but he's definitely, he'll be a fighting champion. So yeah. And I'm, I like EC3, but yeah, just to me, there just seems like a lack of a push or it just seems like they're meandering more than I expected. Mm. So that's really, I get that. I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. Like the matches are still quality. I'm not disappointed. I've watched the matches. I'm just, yeah, I guess I just expected more of a build more than anything. Yeah, totally. No, I get it. I get it. I did like what they set up with violent J of the insane, (laughs) insane clown. Yes. His promo was excellent and he was a great talker. And before he said it, I was like, Oh man, I hope he's managing the clouds, right? It was just I'm um, hope that's what this where this is going. And when he said it, I'm like, okay, that's I actually got up, went in the other room, and I told my wife because I'm like, this shit writes itself. They did such a good job. This is perfect. So I can't wait. So that means that the clowns are staying and they're taking them seriously. I'm all over this team. They just they crack me up, but I actually legit like them in the ring. They they are they're crazy like all clowns seem to be. Their bumps are insane. So I'm worried about their health. But you know what? Fuck it. It's their lives. I'm I'm all about this. So yeah, put some inclined sound in clean sound posse, insane <laughs> clown posse on there. And yeah, show me more. I'm I'm there was a good reveal in the promo, and I'm just looking forward to the debut. So I don't know when that's gonna happen, but I love it. Yeah, no, I agree. I've been a fan of Yabo, the first one we saw. 
since yep. he debuted, I think it was against Trevor Murdoch, where he just oh, yeah. bumped his ass off Oof. and got destroyed. Yeah. But even then, I was like, I want to see more of him. And <laughs> the fact that, yeah, now there's two, and I didn't even think of involving ICP. But as soon as, yeah, Violent J came in, I was like, this is perfect. I cannot yeah. believe this. So, I, yeah, I cannot yeah. wait to see more. Yeah, I like it. It's super fun. I like having factions. I like having leaders of things, managers. Obviously, this this guy will have his manager's license, so it'll all be cool. So they wouldn't be going all this. <laughs> they wouldn't be doing all this if he didn't have his license. So he might have his legends license. Though. That's right. The Southern Six. So there's only fucking four of them. I know you already talked about this on a previous episode, but they did it again. They came out and they're like, we're the Southern Six. There's four of them. Is it a joke? Is it part of the gag? I don't understand. I- yeah, well, I and I think there might be five because the Australia stuff, Kenzie Page was part of it. But I'm like, yeah, but she's got her own thing going on. I don't yeah, know I don't think she she's a part of it. In this. So did they I name she it? was just on the road. So in Australia, they named it six and now there's only four and they're just like, yeah, man, use your imagination. There was there was there was never six. So that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, is it they put their arms up like joke or the hugging no one? They're just like, these are the other two guys right there. <laughs> Like I'm like, are they gonna reveal who the other missing members are, or do just can they just not do math? For the record, like, I like the name, and I'm actually okay <laughs> with this faction. Surprisingly, I don't mind having these four guys together. There's a they have wicked yeah. attitude. Uh, I like Thrill Billy a lot. I like the new mm-hmm. um, uh, Carrie Morton. I like the new and improved. I'll call him. I even kind of like Ricky. I've never seen Ricky Morton as such an asshole. I kind of like his. He's like a snarky like. <laughs> he, he he needs a good slap. Creepy old so. man. Yeah. yeah. And who's the who am I missing now? Bob, Bob. Well, there's who's Thrill Billy Alex Taylor. Alex Taylor. I love Alex Taylor. So yeah, he's yeah. the most random. But I'm like, as far as being a part of that group, I don't know why he would have joined them. Don't care. I love Alex Taylor. So make it work. It's fine. I, I'm just gonna guess he's originally from the south, and that's why. <laughs> I think half the <laughs> rosters originally from the south. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch could be in these. That. Exactly. So, yeah, not sure, but yeah, it's fun. And I agree. I think they all fit. And I think this dark path for Thrill Billy is fun. He wasn't able to fulfill what he wanted, which was getting that national title. And now it's that downturn. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes and I'm on board for it. I'm guessing he split with his manager in the story. And I'm assuming she's just not in the WWE or in the NWA anymore. I'm guessing. I don't yeah. see her really being talked about anymore. So that must just no. be done. Yeah. It, it I, happens. I'm guessing. So, yep. I'm I'm happy with what's going on. 75 is NWA 75 is at the end of the month, I think. So they have a couple more weeks to yep. get some stories in place, get all the different title matches in place. It's, you know, I think Camille and, and uh, it's Markova again. So they got, I, I don't mind this being a series yep. of matches that they, they put on banger. So that should be good. Me neither. It, I, you know, two night pay-per-views. It's, it's always a lot to ask of us as wrestling fans to watch two nights. So just make sure both nights are solid yep. and I will complain too much, but it is a, that's a big commitment that weekend to like both nights of your weekend are tied up to one pay-per-view so i hope yep. it's i hope it is a banger yeah so. and i i usually watch it piecemeal i rarely watch it live and i will not be watching the the pre-match free on youtube because Nana. two nights it's too much Nana. Nana. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um that's all i got for nwa unless you got anything else uh no not really just i think we covered it all just nice to see them giving a chance as much as I was complaining about lack of push to big stories. It is nice to see them giving a chance to some of the younger roster, totally. like some of the matches 
you're seeing them give a push to some lesser known people, which I think is good because that is the future of the company. And they're getting very athletic people, which I'm really happy to see. Early in the days when we first started watching after Billy really launched this new product, you know, they got whoever they could get and and it was fun, but the, the it wasn't always the most athletic matches you were watching. And uh, there's definitely a lot of skill and a lot of athletic ability in there now. And I find I'm, that's, I actually look forward to those random matches, those random exhibition matches. I look at who's in there and think, hey, that could be that could be a good match. Like I'm not judging yeah. it beforehand anymore because it just it looks like two young guy, young guys, girls, whatever, ready to go. And and I haven't some of the like they're doing the intros really well now, where they it doesn't seem like a debut. They're because I think it shouldn't always be making their first. No, just have them like they're an experienced wrestler. Wrestling. They're in there, a way to go. Show, show me yeah. what they can do. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Well, and I think perfect example of that was from this week's Power. You had a tag team, which was a little bit random, but it was Robert Anthony making his NWA debut. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess it's just like re- local talent. Eric Jackson, who we've seen a number of times, fodder, and then Joe Alonzo. Oh, yeah. Those four, the, the one I'm least interested in is the one that's the vet, fodder. I could care less about him. But yeah, Robert Anthony. He did some really interesting stuff, and there's stuff we hadn't seen before. So yep. that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Is like, good, give these people a platform to showcase their talents, and and that's where you're going to find your diamonds in the rough. I was surprisingly okay with Joel Alonso too. I thought he actually did a really good job in that match. Yeah, I'm not always a fan of his, but I thought he represented really well. I can't stand fodder, but I love Angelina Love. I think she's great. Like I'm <laughs> yes. so as long as she's out there, that's cool. I think she's, I like everything that she does. And she had a match too. Um, Against TV, Kenzie TV Page. title. That was great. Like I, I, yes. they, they having them run out of time like that. Cause the six Oh five time limit thing, it's a difficult thing to make fun every time. You know, there's yeah. gotta be different ways that you can, you can't always have them have run out of time. And if they don't run out of time, is it a four minute match? That's a pretty quick match. So it does definitely makes the writing of the match tricky to make it fun every time. But I thought that was great. Having her scrambling, rolling out of the ring. You could see she's basically cheating as the champ champions advantage. Just keep rolling out and, and run out of time. You keep Killing your title. Time. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was fun to watch. And I, yeah, I enjoyed it. And it didn't paint Angelina love in a bad light. Like it showed her as dominant as a threat. Exactly. And Kenzie page just, like you said, champion's advantage. Use the clock to her. Use the clock to her advantage. And this is one of the reasons we love her. Is like it's probably driving people crazy, but that's that's the beauty of it. So yeah, yeah no, I I love that too. Yeah. So power's back. Power's doing. I think power's doing a good job. Uh, there's obviously still room to grow, but we'll see what happens with seventy five. The end of the month. Yep. So. Yep. And uh, as far as tap outs and and pushes, uh, I already gave my tap out because the CM Punk title belt thing <laughs> um you know i like the the idea i just could not believe that they missed the reaction or that i just am the one not getting it why no one is mad that he's doing this so that's my tap up for the week i just it, it's it's gonna bug me until someone resolves it for me like someone needs to say <laughs> something publicly that he can't do this <laughs> or just acknowledge yeah. that he's cm punk the ruler of all and he could do whatever he wants and they'll be like, fine. Yeah. That's, that's the story. But there, there is no story and I don't get it. So, but anyway, yeah, I can let that go. That's my only tap out this week. Um, I thought I'd lead with a tap out instead of the push. My push, <laughs> I already talked about Kenzie Page. She's fucking awesome. So Kenzie Page. But my other, my other push a year ago, I never would have thought 
that Dominic Mysterio, that dirty Dom, I'd be a fucking mark, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's the best heel in the business right now. He is so unlikable, and that's why we like him so much. He's just, <laughs> he, he. I told you he won an NXT championship. Like he went to the developmental and won one of their titles. Like that is so, <laughs> like, it's so annoying. And just everything he, they boo so, when he does his promos, you can't even hear him. The place boos so loud. And that's the gimmick. Like they want that. They want him to be like trying to yell over top of everyone. Like it's so Dominic Mysterio, I hats off to you, man. You, yeah, he, he went to jail and he came out a different man. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. my push for the week. What do you got? All right, my tap out. It's kind of twofold. Uh, number one is an NWA. I hesitate to use the word talent. He he does have talent, I suppose. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear who this is. <laughs> Dak Draper. He's oh. just got the person personality of cardboard and <laughs> he just he tries to do a, a promo like he mims apparently got well in story at least got hurt in a tag match or in a match that he had and got taken to the hospital and they had a promo with Dak draper and he's so mad and he's texting doctors and nurses to ensure that <laughs> mims has the best health and health care i'm like for fuck's sakes, really? Oh, well, you're texting the doctors and nurses, are you? Like, <laughs> and he's mad, and he's I'm like, oh, just get off my screen. So, <laughs> it, like, like, he's athletic. Yeah. I mean, he's, he'll probably get there, but I just, whenever he's in a match, I'm I'm instantly annoyed. And I mean, and I'm, I'm also annoyed that he's partnered with one of my favorite wrestlers in Mims. There you go. You're, ta- like, you're, you're tapping out, Paul. You're allowed to tap out on this guy. That's I'm totally allowed. Out. I'm tapping out. And then yeah. The other thing I'm tapping out on, and I'll make this quick, is just I don't think the NWA know what to do with the country gentlemen. They're their like USA tag team champs, which I'm not a fan of them, but they lost at the Crockett Cup clean. It wasn't even like any kind of. Can I tap out on this too? Can I just add a bonus tab? Okay. Yes. And then they lost again clean in a non title match. And I'm like, you were totally undermining these guys that you're trying to sell us as your champions. And I'm just not buying it. So I'm supposed to believe that when they come up against whoever you're going to put them up against next, that they're going to be this dominant, formidable tag team. Uh, nah, nah, that's no. <laughs> nah, Let's not forget. They went to an interview after they lost that one. And May says, don't you think this hurts your credibility? And he went, yes, it definitely hurts our credibility. I'm like, wait, what? Then what is going on here? So yeah, I'm I'm tapping out on that whole situation. Well, you know I don't even uh, like the U.S. tag belts. I think it's I, having two sets of tag titles. I think is stupid unless one of them is like a trios belt or a six man tag or something different. But just yeah. having two tag team champions. So which one's better? And like I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. So so then my big push. I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned May Valentine because I don't think she gets enough love. From totally. where she started in the company, where they didn't know what to do with her, they've really found her niche, and she has grown. She's killing it. She's doing amazing. Yeah. Like I look forward to seeing her interviews now. Totally. Uh, that's just a spur of the moment one that I just you mentioned her name. I love it. I think it. She, I love it. I I think she needs the kudos. AEW live. Obviously, I just went to an event, so still riding yeah. that high. Just go see it. And then as far as other talent. Samantha Starr is really impressing me. She's somebody that came in and I was like, okay, you know, the lineage of coming from Baby Doll and Jake the Snake 
lineage, yep. whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know, they're gonna get that kind of push because of who their who their family is. No, she had a match against Kenzie Page, and I thought that match was killer and she's looking more and more confident she's really getting her skill set together she's got good ring gear she's got a presence in the ring like she she's not just there to take up space she's got a presence so she's my push for the week I, totally. i'm really impressed with what i'm seeing from her i love that because actually i forgot to i had that in my notes that when i was putting over kenzie page i ignored my versus samantha uh tv title banger so like i was like yeah, that match was awesome. She every time she she doesn't win a lot, but she always represents really strong in the ring. So yeah. I think that she'll she they'll find her story at some point here and she'll start getting some W's. I think she's really good. So awesome. I agree. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I've got. Okay, well, it's time to wrap things up. Huge thanks to all the listeners that joined us this week. Don't forget to subscribe and download the episode in your podcast app of choice. Every little bit helps us. Uh, Spotify users, you can now interact directly with the podcast in-app as we add Q&As and polls for every episode, so check those out. And we even try and read out your responses, so let us have them. And you can now reach the podcast on Instagram at MurderGymnasticsPod. I try and post daily, so pop on over for fun memes, pics, and videos. And of course, Paul, if people got nothing going on, what should they do? Go watch some wrestling. Yeah!